The Weather Jazz Podcast. Almost anything can happen. Why? Because it's Open Line Friday. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday morning. And what a beautiful Friday morning it is here in the Ohio Valley. The dew points are coming down. It is feeling much more comfortable. What a setup for a great weekend. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to Weather Jazz. This is a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather, science, earth science, astronomy, and even off-topic things periodically from time to time. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm a senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 352 for Friday. Open line Friday, July 29, 2022. By the time we finish the weekend and head into next week, brand new month, the last meteorological month of summer. Okay, everybody. It's Open Line Friday. That means anything could happen today. What are we doing today? What am I planning today? After the break, we're going to get to know one of our newest meteorologists on staff at WJW Television. Her name is Mackenzie Bart, one of three new meteorologists that we welcomed here in the last couple of months. You got to know Dante Jones a couple of months back. And in the future, we're going to have Alexis Walters join us, so you can be looking forward to that. In the meantime, let me share with you a little bit of information that we received from a recent guest. His name is Neil Manassa. Neil is a personal friend of mine who lives in Northern Virginia, and he is also recently a beekeeper. It's something that he recently got into and now has a number of hives going on. And he is an avid gardener on top of that. Well, he recently sent me an update on top of the update he gave us a little while back on some of the produce coming out of his garden. And so Neil writes the following for today. Here is a bee and garden update. The bees continue to do their pollination job so well that we have begun canning wax and green beans about three weeks ago. So far, we have canned 30 pints of beans and are picking about three pints each day. Our 14 tomato plants are laden with about 150 to 200 pounds of tomatoes on the vine, and the blossoms still keep coming. 50 pounds of potatoes were harvested from two eight-foot rows of plants, We can't seem to turn off the cucumber plants, which are giving us four to six cukes per day. And our three zucchini plants, they will feed the neighborhood. There's the inside buzz. Want bumper crops? Get yourself some bees. Well, everybody, it sounds like if anybody is in need of some zucchini plants, I think we know where we can go. You might have an awful lot of company, Neil. 
Thanks so much for the update. And when we come back, we're going to check in with Mackenzie Bart, someone who actually came for a visit at WJW in a different capacity about eight years ago. It's a great story. And we'll find out more about one of our newest meteorologists coming up on this Open Line Friday. Mackenzie Bart is with me right now here on Weather Jazz. And are you ready? I'm ready. I've listened to a couple episodes. Uh, I'm up to earth right now. The first series or the first one. uh, And it's been great so far. I've learned a lot. And Open Line Friday, typically, literally, we can talk about absolutely anything and everything. I've had making ice cream in in places like Alaska to people who have little free libraries, those little things that they put out all across the country. We did a series on that. It can be anything. I've had uh, some of my friends from Iceland on. Um, so Meteorological Monday, Science Wednesday, at least right now, and... You will be a part of Open Line Friday. You know why? Why is that? Because I want to be able to talk to you about anything. <laughs> Sir quiz at the end. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because I did that with Dante, but I won't do that with you. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, you're the newest member of the Fox 8 weather team. Uh, tell me a little bit about your journey. First, how you got interested in meteorology and... Uh, what your journey has been like in that uh, in that way? So I'm originally from Western Pennsylvania, actually close to Punxsutawney, PA, which is known for the famous. I don't know if you're a fan, so I don't know if I should go into this. Well, I, he's a rodent, and he's he's trying to get <laughs> the attention once. And I suppose one day a year is okay. <laughs> we'll give him one day. For me, he's one of my favorite forecasters or furcasters, whatever you want to call him. Uh, but yeah, I grew up down the street from Punxsutawney Phil, so my dad's birthday's on Groundhog Day. Oh! Yeah, so I, I've been plenty of times. Um, not only that, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents growing up and my grandma, huge fan of the Weather Channel, so I basically grew up watching local on the 8s. <laughs> All right, well, that sounds good. So that started pretty early, like a lot of meteorology students. Yeah, and then um, my senior year of high school, I took a job where I traveled across the country. I taught high school cheerleading camps. That'd be fun before, you know, going off to college and settling into studying. And while doing that, I actually ended up in Joplin, Missouri, right before the big tornado outbreak throughout Mm -hmm. that region. Um, So days after that had happened, we were driving through and just we could see from the road how devastated the town was, decided to drive through it. And you saw the X's on the homes and I've never seen something like that. You know, being from Western Pennsylvania, I've never had to experience something like that in my life. And seeing the wreckage like that, it left me speechless. I I wanted to know why that happens and how it happens. So then I ended up studying atmospheric sciences at Ohio State. Now, you took a detour that that, uh, allowed you to wear a crown. Tell us a little bit about that. How How did that all come about? Uh, so my mom is a, uh, was a state police officer in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. My dad works for a garbage company. Uh, both of them didn't have the opportunity to go to college growing up. I am a first-generation college student, the oldest in my family. So it was important for me to go to college from a young age. I always knew that I wanted to go to college. And doing that, obviously, costs a lot oh, of yeah. money. 
Um, so I was looking into different ways to, to get scholarship, and I found the Miss America Scholarship Organization. I loved, you know, theater and performing. Uh, I was able to take that with my love of academics and uh, participated at Miss Ohio. Paid off my whole tuition, so I am very thankful to be debt-free. But yeah, I I ended up winning Miss Ohio in 2014, competed at Miss America, uh, made the top 10 there um, with my uh, buddy, my puppet. Uh, I'm a ventriloquist. And what's your, your, your buddy's name? Her name is Roxy. So I have a few puppets now. Uh, Roxy, she kind of looks like Dolly Parton, big blonde hair, big personality. Uh, I have Joe. He is a little rougher. He's a garbage man. Uh, he makes an appearance every once in a while. And then I have a, like a ventriloquist mask so I can put him on other people and make them the oh. dummy. <laughs> now, is Joe uh, modeled after your dad then? He is. He kind of oh. looks like my dad. Actually, a family friend uh, passed along Joe to me as a gift. And it was the nicest thing. Uh, a little bit weird to get a puppet that looks like your dad, but uh, <laughs> but it's been fun nonetheless. Does he get a kick out of it? Yeah, I think so. He when he I first started practicing with Joe, um, my dad's like, "Well, you better not do that to me." So and I was like, "Dad, I'm not that good. Trust me." <laughs> well, with the Miss America and Miss Ohio, did that mean a uh, a pausing of your college uh, years? Did you have to do some traveling when you got Miss Miss Ohio? I did. So I took that year off of college, but I, I mean, I did so many other things. I traveled the state and the surrounding states uh, talking about a platform or a community service that is near and dear to me. It's called universal newborn screening. Mm-hmm. So when every baby's born, they get a heel prick test done to test for a certain amount of diseases, but not every state has to test for the same diseases. My younger sister, when she was born, uh, she was born with smith lumley opitz syndrome. So her body doesn't produce cholesterol. Um, and Pennsylvania at the time did not test for that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went around uh, working with different legislation, trying to get every state kind of on board with the same amount of testing. So not only that, uh, I worked at uh, a lot of the children's hospitals. I was up here in Akron and Canton, uh, especially with my puppets. Uh, it's been it was a great year to, you know, go around and perform, make everybody's day a little bit better and, you know, also talk about. Um, the amazing scholarship organization that Miss America is. Where in your college career did you take that pause? Oh, it was right before my senior year, <laughs> which is right when you're getting into some of the toughest yeah. classes. So uh, it was really hard getting back into it. Thankfully, you know, I have some great buddies in college that we would um, sit down in the bottom of Derby Hall, where the geography atmospheric science building is, and we'd go through uh, studying and all the equations that we do for some of those really hard classes. But it was tough. Um before going back to college, I I knew I had just a couple months of freedom before going back to school. So I decided to do a uh, reality show. Uh, it was called America's Next Weatherman. Probably uh, there's only one season of it. I doubt they'll ever do it again, but it was, it was a lot of fun. I know what you mean about those equations, because if you don't use them on a regular basis, you will tend to forget them. So... What did you do to kind of keep them in the front of your frontal lobe and not disappear in the back? Well, if you're asking me now, I feel like a lot of them have migrated to the back and beyond. Mm. (laughs) Uh, But during that time, uh, I advocated a lot for STEM, so science, technology, engineering, and Mm. math. 
Um, and I would talk to a lot of groups. So I brought my notebook around, one of my uh, thermo notebooks, and I would go through and be like, these are some of the equations that you study when you, you know, want to get into some of these fields. So uh, among car rides, I would try to think about them in my head. But yeah, I do have to say a lot of my, um, you know, uh, counterparts at Ohio State definitely, you know, were my heroes in helping me study and get back into the swing of things. So what brought you to Northeast Ohio? Was that anywhere on the radar at all? Because I know you were at Florida, your first job, right? Yep. Uh, and then um, Columbus and now Cleveland. Uh, was that at all in, in the back of your head? I love the water. I learned very quickly in Florida that I just loved seeing the sunrises, the sunsets, how they glimmer across the water. Um, so knowing that the opportunity to come to Cleveland, it was very easy for me. It gets me a little bit closer to some of my family and some uh, people that are near and dear to my heart in this region. So, um, And one funny thing is I was actually at this station when I was Miss Ohio. So back in 2014, I had... Um, come here for an interview and I got a tour of the station. I actually got to do the forecast with Scott mm -hmm. in the morning. Uh, and I think in the back of my mind, I kind of knew that I'd be coming back, uh, but it's just great to be back. Very used to lake effect snow being from Western Pennsylvania. So the snow doesn't, hasn't scared me away yet. <laughs> so welcome on board. It's good to have you. And I'm sure that this is just the first of several a uh, guest appearances on Weather Jazz because we want to get to know you from a personal standpoint, what your favorite things are. You, you have a, a new dog, I think, right? Tell, before we go today, tell me about your new dog. Oh, I love her. I'm probably too obsessed with my dog, but I got her during the pandemic. She was a good buddy to have, you know, during that time that we were all a little bit lost. I adopted her from a shelter in Columbus and her name was Thelma at the time. So mm -hmm. I didn't want to confuse her too much with a name change, but I decided to go with Theta, which, uh, as you know, is uh, can be used as an equation um, for potential temperature. Uh, also kind of means a change in. And I thought, you know, what better for a dog's name uh, in a year where we are all changing? Very good. Well, would you come back and uh, we'll, we'll have a... Um Oh, I don't know, casual conversation about all kinds of things and anything that you would like to bring to the table other than weather. Of course, weather is always on the table for us, but maybe food, maybe your favorite vacation places, anything like that. Would you come back? Oh, yeah. I'll think about it and then come back. <laughs> We at WJW have always had a great weather team, and that continues to be the case right now. A number of meteorologists have decided to pursue other interests. And, of course, we are expanding and bringing new meteorologists on board. Dante Jones is one of those meteorologists we got to know a number of episodes ago right here on Weather Jazz. Now Mackenzie Bart, and soon we will have Alexis Walters with us to talk about her career path and what brought her to Fox 8. We've got a great team, and I've received an awful lot of feedback of late, basically telling me that they really, really love our brand new weather lineup. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast inside your sphere of influence. That means social media, email, 
And word of mouth, my favorite way. Eyeball to eyeball, always very effective. Well, it is Friday. That is my chance to brag on those that step alongside me and help this program be what it is with their financial support. Neil and Don Manasa from Virginia. And yes, your ears do not deceive you. Neil Manasa was a recent guest and he is the beekeeper and he's the one that gave us the garden update at the beginning of today's program. In Vermont, Victoria Singer, Kian Galunas. In Ohio, we've got Dale Osborne, Will and Tonya Krause, Brian and Christine Barnes, and Rose Moore. In Florida, Bill Martin. And in Tennessee, Andrea Rich. I'd love to add your name to that list. It's easy. Just go to weatherjazz.com and click on the supporter tab. You will not only find the list of supporters there, but also the easy way to add your name to that list. In the meantime, if you have a question or a topic a suggestion and you have yet to contact me, I don't know what you're waiting for. I'm always anxious to read your emails and listen to your voicemails. Those are the two methods that you can use to reach me. Email first, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. And now also, Using voicemail on the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line 234-525-5888. And I do personally read and or listen to every single message that comes in. But obviously with the high volume that occasionally comes my way, I can't respond to each individual message that happens to come my way. But you need to know that I personally listen to and or read Every message that comes my way. Well, next week, we will see what kind of pattern. Well, next week on Meteorological Monday, we'll look at the heat dome. It's been pretty much parked out west for a while. Looks like it's on the move and will be spreading to the east and northeast. That means not only the northeastern states again, but the Ohio Valley. So, We'll probably start hitting 90 again about a week from now for at least a couple of days. We will update you on Meteorological Monday. You don't want to miss that. On Wednesday, we'll continue with our astronomy series, Solar System Study, and we're still on Earth. But this one, we'll take what we've learned in the last two Wednesdays, put it all together, and find out just exactly why Earth is such a unique place for life to flourish. And of course, we'll have Open Line Friday. I'm going to see if I can snag Alexis for an interview, whether it be this coming Friday or very, very soon, so that uh, we can really get to understand everyone that makes up the Fox 8 weather staff. I know that you're all very interested in the new people that seem to have fit in the landscape of Fox 8 culture, and we can thank a great management team for that aspect. Okay, if you're in the Ohio Valley, make your plans accordingly. Saturday and Sunday look absolutely stunning. Lots of sunshine, low humidity, and highs maybe just a hair under normal. That would be roughly between 78 and 82, both Saturday and Sunday. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll catch you soon. Weather and science across the globe. The 
Podcast.